0: What's up guys? It's Confessions of a Dr. Hollick with Hassa Sloyman and back on air we've got Gabriel and we're coming up with some juicy AIDS awareness stuff. Alright, so what is HIV? Well
1: Good question i think we all have a global idea of what it is from you know far or not so let's try to elaborate a bit on that um hiv is standing for human immunodeficiency virus which pretty much sums it all so it's a virus to be more precise hiv uh, to be more precise an rna virus so rna being that transient state of DNA, in case you're not familiar with it. And so basically what it does, this virus gets transmitted to human cells and the RNA gets injected um, within human cells. And from there, what it's gonna do is, it's gonna inject that RNA and this RNA is gonna go back to DNA state, which will insert within our very own DNA. That's creepy. So once that's done, the virus can reproduce itself using our own cell machinery and from there, burst the cells, reproduce, and invade just more cells, and that's a purchase cycle.
0: And which cells do they specifically infect?
1: Mm -hmm. So that's very relevant, actually, because a lot of viruses have Similar patterns in what I just described globally. So where HIV is a bit different is that it preferentially um, attacks white blood cells, so macrophage, lymphocytes, subpopulation of white blood cells, which basically are the key cells for immunity. Right. So because of that, you're going to um, jeopardize the immunity of
0: your body. Okay. And when HIV goes bad, it leads to AIDS, which is acquired immunodeficiency Mm -hmm. disease.
1: Indeed. So AIDS is that late stage of HIV when the body can no longer fight it off. So for a few years, depending on everyone's own resistance, um, the body is going to try to create more white blood cells to palliate the one that died and reaching a point where you can no longer fight it off and you just lose too many white blood cells you're getting in that eighth stage and it is very important and relevant clinically speaking because this is when you're going to start getting pretty much every infections that just is around so you are in an immunodeficient state hence the name of the virus and you can just acquire anything that comes around including bacterias fungi, viruses, parasites, anything that's around you will be susceptible to catch it.
0: So basically you're telling me that the body is in a weaker state and that's why you're more likely to be affected by some other like viruses and bacteria because you have HIV and because it targets your immune system. Yes, indeed. Okay, all right, and because it weakens you, how do you reckon we should go about it? So how do we treat it? Is it curable? That's basically what I'm asking.
1: Mm-hmm. So it is quite a complex matter. Uh, the first thing is it is very insidious because you might not even notice you have HIV, right? Okay. The initial infection is just asymptomatic almost. You might mm-hmm. have a bit of a fever, um, swollen lymph nodes, you know, very global state. So the first okay. thing is you want to be diagnosed, which is why it is so important to get you tested, you know, if you have any doubts, um, if you just had maybe a reckless Um, intercourse recently you just want to get out there get checked out even if you're being careful we should all get checked out from time to time just to be on the safe side so that's the first thing get diagnosed
0: okay so when you say asymptomatic that means you don't have any symptoms and you mentioned intercourse so how does HIV spread Mm -hmm.
1: so it is a fluid um, spread virus Mm -hmm. so potentially you can acquire it let's say using intravenous drugs so drugs users are more susceptible than others um as a doctor you should also be aware or any medical professional that you can get it from needle stick injuries so that's something we should all keep in mind if you're going to work in the healthcare work field Mm -hmm. now um more globally most of the people will catch it by sexual um, transmission.
0: Okay, so, so basically unsafe sexual practices. Yes, indeed, yes. Okay, how do you propose we could stop this? Mm-hmm.
1: So it is very nice that we have a very wide range of treatments out there. Mm-hmm. They are not harmless. There are quite a bit of a side effects. You can also develop resistance to it if you don't take them properly, but they are out there and researchers have done a wonderful job on it. They are there, they target a lot of different stages of the virus infections Mm -hmm. and that's very good news. Now, they are not enough to cure someone who is HIV positive.
0: So, what drugs are these drugs? We just mentioned drugs. Mm -hmm. Um, I know there are some reverse transcriptases Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and non-reverse transcriptases, so could you please elaborate a little bit more about that? So because the
1: virus um, has so many steps in the way it inserts into the cells, Mm -hmm. you can basically target every each one of these little steps to block the virus. So for instance, some drugs will prevent the virus to incorporate to our DNA. Mm-hmm. are the integrase inhibitors, because the integrase is that enzyme, that protein that allows the virus to integrate, yeah. Integrates, right? Okay. Um, some other um, treatments would include blocking the replication of the virus. Yeah. So, that reverse information we're talking about. So, yeah. the virus cannot go from RNA to DNA. Some will not even allow it to enter the cell in the first place. Some will not allow it to leave the cell in the first place. So you can target every one of these steps. And ideally want to combine a few different drugs so you get the best result.
0: And we want to use many different drugs together to prevent resistance because it's got reverse transcriptase, which has a high rate of errors. And so it mutates rapidly. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: However, it is a bit tricky because some people think that, you know, they feel good, they feel better. They don't have to take the treatment as regularly as they should. And this is the best way to develop resistance is when you stop taking your treatment. So you feel good. That's great. But that's because the treatments are working and you should keep on your schedule very tightly.
0: So guys, all of you out there who are listening to us, Gabriel is basically telling you not to stop taking drugs. It may be hard, but keep doing it because you don't want to develop resistance. (laughs) So when you take these drugs, is it curable?
1: It's a very important question because I feel like a lot of people are not aware of that. Mm-hmm. So you cannot be cured at the moment. The drugs are very powerful, but you cannot get rid of the virus. That's the first thing. Mm-hmm. However, they are powerful enough so that you, um, your blood is basically told as being undetectable. The virus is undetectable. So you can no longer pass it. And that's very important because I feel like... A lot of people will ostracize or will be afraid of people who are HIV positive and they'll feel, oh, they might infect me. I can't have sex with them. It's out of question. Even protecting myself, no way. That is not true. If you are taking a treatment as you should and you're being followed up by a doctor just to make sure you're not getting resistance, then you are on the safe side and you can no longer pass the virus. It is as effective as if you were wearing a condom, for instance. Okay. That is a topic you should, you know, bring in with your
0: partner. Yeah.
1: And I feel like, you know
0: like don't get embarrassed
1: yeah absolutely there's nothing to be embarrassed about and i feel like it's you know your partner will be grateful that you bring the topic in it's not oh it's not sexy condoms you know on the opposite it is sexy to be safe it is sexy to be confident and to know what you want and to talk about these
0: there we go i love it so it's sexy to be safe
1: we're gonna make a court out of this
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I've heard this thing about vaccines. So some scientists mm-hmm. are trying to create a vaccine for HIV. What's your opinion on this matter? Look, um
1: it is my opinion and it, you know, it's only my point of view, but look, we've been trying to develop a vaccine since the 80s when the virus was brought up to the Yeah. You know, so it's been what? 40 years now, we know that's a nasty virus that keeps mutating it itself. So it's it's really tricky and it's really hard to develop a vaccine for it. I'm not saying it's impossible. We'll never, you know, yeah. get to the point where we'll develop a vaccine. But right now, we are not able to do so. The way I see things, we have all the tools necessary to eradicate the virus already. If you diagnose everyone with HIV, you know, ideally speaking, let's say we freeze the world right now and everyone with HIV is diagnosed is treating accordingly followed up and you know you spread proper education and you know you educate people basically yep you're done with the virus because Mm -hmm. again once you're treated you can no longer pass it so we already have all the tools in order to eradicate it it just takes to my opinion to divert that money from vaccine and maybe use it for better follow-up diagnosing and treating this is only my opinion i understand that it is very important to find a vaccine but the way I see it, it's no... But you're thinking from, just yeah. like
0: move the money to more education programs and a little bit less of the vaccination. Also
1: because this is short term, you know, you could yep. fix things right away. More than a million people die every year of HIV. Yep. So, you know, it's nice to find a vaccine, but right now we don't yep. have it. And we have solutions already.
0: You know what was also really interesting? So I also read this article about HIV and how they're using this virus to sort out treatments for some other disorders. So have you read anything about that? No, I haven't. Please tell me more about it. All right, so they've been trying to use HIV for gene therapy. Because it integrates into human cells, they're trying to use the HIV to integrate the missing gene in some genetic disorders, like the rare genetic ones. So they're trying to replace the genes that way.
1: Interesting. So they basically take the virus, remove the virulent parts, and make it safe so that you can use it for um, genetic purposes. Yeah. So basically. so
0: that's the concept behind it. Oh. There are some pros and cons to it. Uh, they're still trying to see if it works or not because there is a chance that it could become virulent again, and that would be scary. I mean, you don't want to go in for treatment and then contract like HIV in the end. But I mean medicine's amazing and we always come up with new things so hopefully they'll come up with a solution soon.
1: It sounds pretty creative to me.
0: Alright so Gabriel do you have any last words on this topic?
1: Well to put it in a nutshell prevention is better than cure. Get out there, get yourself checked even if you know you're fine and you know guarantee yourself you're being fine and you protect the one you love.
0: Perfect! That's a wrap of season 1 of Confessions of a Doctor Doctorholic with over 1,000 listens from across the world, which I am so stoked and excited about. So guys, I'm going to be back stronger and better than ever in about a month, mark the date. We're back on Christmas. I just need a bit of a break, you know, from my voice. <laughs> Not nah, joking. I just need to study. But I'm going to be back, stronger and better than ever, and I want yous to be back with me. If yous want a special topic, if yous want to comment on any of the episodes from before, feel free to send a voice note on Anchor for free, and I'll catch yous in a month. See yous.